0: This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the August 26, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Apologies, this is a weird day on what I choose to cover, but first, the quick hitters. A federal judge orders the release of the redacted version of the FBI affidavit that supported the Trump search warrant. Don't get too excited. Whistleblowers at the FBI say supervisors told them to slow walk the investigation of Hunter Biden's laptop. I think we guessed that. We enjoyed the remake of the series, All Creatures Great and Small. California will require that all cars sold in the state come 2035 produce zero greenhouse gas emissions. Will this include greenhouse gas emissions used in the production of the lithium-ion batteries? or the greenhouse gases, gas emission used to make the electricity that powers the electric car. I'm guessing not. Folks will just have to look the other way. An Australian-born female is suing her psychiatrist who affirmed her thoughts that she was transgender and supported her decision to get treatment and surgery to become a male. You know, allegedly and all that. She says that was a mistake, she should have been directed for a second opinion, etc., and is suing. And now it begins. A good friend said he does not always agree with what I say in the podcast. I responded that when I listen to what I say, I don't always agree. Moving on. I have a secret. I don't think I've told anyone this secret in almost 50 years. Not sure I should be sharing it today. It seems bad. In high school one year, the debate topic was how to deal with scarce world resources. You don't like be oil, because all the experts said oil was going to start running out in 25 years. I think I correctly called bullshit on that one. We argued the scarce world resources topic for the whole year. Sometimes in the negative, sometimes in the affirmative. Anyway, when I was on the affirmative, arguing in favor of the resolution that government should do something about it, I argued in favor of population control. I'm sure I did it in a fair and incentivized manner. At least I hope so. Good thing there is no digital record. Still, as you look at the world, it seems like doubling the population just puts more strain on the planet. And my suggestion may have been a good idea. Back then, the population was around 5 billion. We are nearing 8 billion and rising. I'm sure 95% of them are nice folks. Still, that's a lot of people. But population control? At its best, it is government intrusion into our lives. At its worst, it can be disgusting. What China did to its citizens with its one-child policy makes me cringe. Why did I bring this up? I'm seeing refugees penned in for years, and I'm sure they are wondering when they will be let out and where they will go. Famine is on the way. It's Global warming can't be helped by more consumers. And farting. Lots of people farting. And with population control, it takes a long time to have an effect unless you just start shooting people. I'm against shooting people. Maybe I bring this up to say life presents tough choices. Enough on that. I had a fun breakfast the other day with my wife and another couple. I made my usual comment that masks do not do much for COVID. Someone else politely suggested the drastic drop in the flu during COVID suggests masks do work. I had studied this a year ago and probably jumped in a tad aggressively. I pointed out the flu could have faded for several reasons unrelated to masks. For example, not much Northern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere travel. I seem to recall one study suggested COVID was so transmissible, it replaced the flu much like the newer COVID variants replaced the older COVID variants. Feel free to balk at that last one. I'm struggling with it as I write it. One point I mentioned was that Japan had a bad flu outbreak before COVID and masks did not seem to help. In fact, Google masks and the 1918 Spanish flu, and you will find some articles that suggest masks did not help them. In some areas, they were required but did not help. Could be the weave was too loose. I decided to dig into this again. I prefer pre-COVID articles because we once we got into COVID, I think undue pressure was applied to conform to the science as preached to us. I chose the word preach on purpose. The first linked article is from 2019 by Manel Mohammed in The Conversation. First, he notes that flu vaccines are not that effective. He says around 15%, which I read in one study, but other studies said they were about 50% effective. Either way, remember that when we complain about the COVID vaccine efficacy. The author discusses surgical masks and how they were designed to prevent droplets from the surgeon from falling into a patient and causing sepsis. He links to a study that says it is unclear if a surgeon wearing a mask has any impact on infection in a surgical wound. Really? The author notes a 2009 study published in JAMA, quote, that compared surgical masks with a specialist mask called an N95 respirator, quote. The study found almost identical flu rates between the folks who wore the surgical mask and those who wore the N95 masks. 23% and 24% or about a quarter. I found it surprising that there was no control group of non-mask wearers. I doubt a control group of non-mask wearers would have been much higher than 25%. We don't all get the flu. The author quotes the CDC's position back in 2019 on masks as, quote, no recommendation can be made at this time for mask use in the community by asymptomatic persons, including those at high risk for complications to prevent exposure to influenza viruses, end quote. What about colds? I linked to a 2008 study at PubMed.gov titled, quote, Use of Surgical Face Masks to Reduce the Incidence of the Common Cold Among Healthcare Workers in Japan, a Randomized Controlled Trial, end quote. What did they conclude? Quote, Face mask use in healthcare workers has not been demonstrated to provide benefit in terms of cold symptoms or getting colds. A larger study is needed to definitively establish non-inferiority of no mask use, end quote. Seems like some double negatives in that last sentence, so I will say it slowly. A larger study is needed to definitely establish non-inferiority of no mask use. In other words, they didn't find the mask help. Okay, now this next one is from 2021 and is from the Federalists. Georgie Borman writes, quote, Influenza is more dangerous to kids than COVID is, so why doesn't the CDC recommend masks for the flu? End quote. Good question. The CDC wanted masks worn by all involved in K-12 education due to COVID. No mask suggestion on the flu page. Why? Well, the author suggests they did not think masks worked for the flu. The author says, quote, in 2019, the World Health Organization listed its top 10 studies on mask and hand hygiene for flu mitigation, and although all had problems such as insufficient sample size, none found strong evidence for mask efficacy, end quote. I'm not sure this is a scientific thought, but on things like masks, I feel it might be a bit like the boy sticking his finger in the dam to keep it from leaking. Might help at that point, but it is probably going to leak somewhere else. If I'm vulnerable to to the flu, I may get it. A mask might help a wee bit and keep me from getting it today, but over the long haul, I'm probably still going to get it. I certainly felt that way about COVID once the uber-contagious COVID variant Omicron came along. Does saying all this make me an extremist? Shouldn't. I'm trying to talk facts, and I'm open to a opposing views supported by facts, but I am disagreeing with what our betters tell us. Well, what they told us the last two years. I'm agreeing with what they told us before that. Years ago, I worked with a very smart guy named Nelson Humphrey. He used to say, don't confuse what you think you know with what you know. During COVID, I think we did quite a bit of that. I was fine early with folks saying, we don't know if this will work, but COVID is dangerous and please just do what we say. But with time, I think we needed to recalibrate. Instead, we doubled down on what we didn't know, turned thoughts into mantra, and pretended they were science. Let's stop that. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.